Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Uh, Calisthenics Bodybuilding Podcast. Uh, let's talk about the basics. <clears throat> the basics will always be around. You can never go wrong with the basics. But um, since the gyms are back open now, um, across the country, some some places uh, maybe maybe you know shutting back down for a bit, but. Um, as I said, now that gyms are back open, a lot of people back in training. Um, the basics, of course, are being implemented in a lot of people's training. Uh, a lot of weight is going on the bar, as usual. A lot of heavy dumbbells are being moved. Um, a lot of people um, showing how strong they are, showing um, what they can move, what they can lift. But when it comes to the basics, right... The basics are always, everyone knows that the basics are always going to be the fundamentals. The basics are always going to be the foundation of any type of training program, any type of fitness genre, whether whether it's calisthenics, bodybuilding, strongman, powerlifting, gymnastics, um, just the all-around competitor, you know, uh, that'll go into the category of strongman, you know, all-around Um Barbell row. Let's start with bodybuilding. <clears throat> when people do the barbell row in the gym, uh, barbell rows, T-bar rows are a few exercises that I'm seeing on social media. And when people get to moving these, using these exercises, the body should be bent in one position. The legs had to be contracted. Um, have to be um, stance in the ground, you know, just grounded. <clears throat> the lower back contracted. The core has to be strong. The quads have to be strong. All these, all these areas have to be strong in order for the body to be bent in that one position. And that one position should be maintained throughout the set, throughout the exercise. As you're doing the barbell row, you're going to either be pulling towards your waist or towards your stomach, depending on um, how you're bent. But when you see people do the barbell row, they're rowing the bar up and their body's going up with the row. Bad move. Okay. The body should be in that one position and you should be pulling to the waist or the stomach or to the chest depending on which row you're doing as I said before. So the only areas that should be moving when you're in the bent position for the barbell row is your elbows, forearms, and the arms just in general. That is the only areas that should be moving. Your waist shouldn't be moving. Your upper body shouldn't be moving at all. You know, um, let's take some weight off of the bar. You know, let's let's leave the ego at the door. Let's leave the ego in the car before you even get out. Okay. Number two, build your core up. You want to build up your core. You want to build up your low back. The low back and the core is going to complement each other. Hamstrings have to be strongly built to have that grounded position when you're doing this move because... When you're bent over, the ham it's like a machine because your your body is going to be like like 
on a stand and your hamstrings are going to be taking a lot of that weight. Quads indirectly. When you're in that position, you want to chest the chest up, you want your head, you want your um your eye your eye contact looking forward. You know, back arch and start rowing. And it's, I'm talking about it's just the whole body's contracted, especially the core, just to keep you from moving up and down in the hips. And it's just power. You know, pendulum row, you pull into the chest. Same situation, but you're in a full bent 90 degree, you know, and, and uh, pulling the bar to the chest. That's one exercise. Deadlift, another one you see a lot of people doing. You see people doing the deadlift and the chest is not up, the back is not arched, the head is not up looking forward. So many people do the deadlift so differently because everyone, as I, as I want to go into, wants to be a coach, wants to be a guru. Everybody has their opinion on everything, but it may not be factual. Alright, when you're doing the deadlift, it's the same mechanics as the barbell row. This time, the only area that is not moving is the arms. Okay, so when you pick that bar up, you're pretty much going up and your arms are not moving. Your arms are in one position to hold that bar. The only thing that is moving is is at the waist. Unless you're doing um, a Romanian deadlift. You got the Romanian deadlift. You got the traditional deadlift. You got the stiff leg deadlift. There's so many different ones. But your arms should only, um, your waist, I'm saying, should should be the only thing that's moving when you're doing a stiff leg deadlift. It's the same thing with a Romanian deadlift. It's the same thing with the, the traditional deadlift. You know, it's like a machine. Like you're going down. Almost like you're in a... Almost going down like a um, uh, like a transformer, almost. You know, squat. There's a lot of people that do the squat differently. You know, because there's so many different opinions out there. A lot of people get confused on what's the right way to do the squat. What's the best way to do the squat? Whose whose information is right? Whose information is 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 wrong? You know, um. I don't think all information is wrong. It's all about how you approach the exercise um, and, and just keeping yourself safe. Because I see people doing squats in the gym and their body's so folded up doing a squat. And I'm trying to figure out why is your body folded up like that. And let's not, let's not forget during the barbell row, the deadlift, the squat, even the bench press. Like There's just people out there wearing a weight belt for no reason. And you can ask them why they wear the weight belt and they have no answer for it. Now, give or take it, so it's a belt that helps protect your low back. It's one of the cushion belts. It's not one of your old school belts that you wrap around and, you know, when you're lifting something heavy. It's like one of the, one of the cushion belts that's going around your back to help uh, keep it comfort, you know. Just just for that move. It's almost like knee wraps when people used to wrap their knees back in the day, you know, just to just to keep their knees protected. Not everybody's knees are good because everyone goes as the grass on the squat so that, you know, they're lifting so much weight 
You know, damaging the knees, going all the way down, ass to grass. Everybody's not built the same, you know. Some people's bodies wear out faster than others. <clears throat> I do think that the weight belt should not be used. You know, I think the weight belt actually weakens the core. It weakens the lower back. Um, doesn't always help the posture. Especially today, I know a lot of weight belts were used back in the day, but the only people you actually see using weight belts, and not all the time, is powerlifters and strongmen. Like, you don't ever, you don't see all strongmen wearing belts. When it comes to powerlifting, you don't have the belt on either, you know? It's all about strength. This is why it's called powerlifting. This is why it's called strongman competition. You don't wear the belt. But when I know when they, when they go into training, not all, not all powerlifters and strongmen wear belts, you know, they build those areas up to where you don't have to, to wear those belts because they already know in competition that that piece of equipment is not going to be, um, it's not going to be valid to use. It's not going to be, uh, competition. It's not going to be an essential that you need in competition. It's actually not something that they want you to use because it helps the advantage, you know, um, same thing with wrist wraps. Now it, 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 it varies, at different meets, at different competitions, it's certain rules are implemented, and then certain rules are, you know, not implemented. Going by the book, you know. Um, let's get in on the calisthenics side because um, most of my training is calisthenics, but um, still a competitive bodybuilder. But most of my training is calisthenics. Once in a while, I do some bodybuilding training with resistance bands. Um, add more to the home gym with the pull-up bar, the, the gymnastic rings, the uh, the door loop jam, you know, to put the resistance bands through and, and get me and bring back some uh, bodybuilding training. But calisthenics training, uh, the basics, push-ups, pull-ups, um, um, so, <laughs> so many to choose from. You got your body weight squats. Um... Let's use the, the good example of the basics is when the quarantine started. Let's say let's let's throw the push-ups in there because all around the world we had the push-up challenge, and you had people out there that had a hard time doing ten push-ups with good form when the push-up challenge started, and that makes you wonder what are people doing in the gym? What kind of training are they doing? What are you doing to build the core? Um, how is your form usually used during your exercises? Are you using the push-ups as a finisher? What a lot of people would say, oh, I use this as a finisher. I use this as a warm-up. <clears throat> to me, any exercise is an exercise. I don't look at any exercise as a warm-up or a finisher. I think it's just plain stupid. It doesn't make any sense because when that push-up challenge came out, a lot of people were struggling doing just push-ups. You know, got the waist all leaned in and the form is not properly, you know, used. And then the core is not activated. The legs are weak. You know, a lot of things, you know, no one came out with a pull-up challenge because we all, there's, we know and what we see on social media that a lot of people don't do pull-ups. Pull-ups are still, as I said once before, one of the hardest, still one of the hardest exercises out there. <clears throat> and this is body weight. You know, pull-ups are still one of the one of the king exercises that's hard to do for a lot of people. Um, 
there came, there's videos of calisthenic guys saying that calisthenics is better than bodybuilding. Listen, like I said, a lot of my training is calisthenics and I do do, um, still do bodybuilding exercises with the bands, um, even just with body weight. Um, gymnastic rings, I'll, I'll try to implement those in, you know, come up with something. But um, I don't look at one training style as more better or superior to the other. There's always some kind of cross training going on. There's always going to be a love or hate relationship between bodybuilder and calisthenic guys. There's always going to be a love or hate relationship between strongman and powerlifting. Bodybuilding and powerlifting, bodybuilding and strongman, <clears throat> powerlifting and calisthenics, you know, um, bodybuilding and gym and gymnast. You know, there's always going to be a love or hate relationship between the training styles, but everyone can learn from each other. There's always something to learn from every training style to bring into your repertoire to make you get better, you know. <clears throat> there's always some kind of cross training going on behind the scenes. And a lot of people may not want to talk about that, but it's, it actually goes down. It's just that they don't make it known. But you're using some type of training style from another, from another genre in, the, in, in fitness or just in, 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 in training general. You know, there's bodybuilders adopting calisthenic moves. Powerlifters adopting calisthenic moves. Bodybuilders adopting... Powerlifting, vice versa, powerlifting and bodybuilding. You know, you got <clears throat> gymnasts throwing in bodybuilding moves, you know. So there's always um, something to be learned from every style of training. Um, even uh, anybody at any age can always do the basics. Like I said, you can never go wrong with the basics, you know. can never go wrong. Um, like I said, just... Leave the ego in the car. Even if you even if you walk, you know, walking still one of the best um, cardiovascular or even just in general with travel, you know, because you got your tunes on. It gives you time to meditate on your travels. It gives you time to reflect on your travels. Positive mindset, you know. And that's that's pretty much me. I like travel everywhere on foot, um, unless otherwise public transportation. But other than that, I'm always traveling on foot, always keeping the mind clear, positive positive mindset, <clears throat> always meditating. Um, but other than that, um, the basics. You know, good talk about the basics. You can, you always had to have the basics in training. Don't always, don't look at the basics as mediocre. If you look at the basics as mediocre, there's going to be a problem because there's the basics will always keep the body ready to go in shape from uh, from the legs to the top, upper, lower body, full body. The basics are always going to have you ready. You know, and then in time, the basics make you stronger to do all the flashy moves that you see in the calisthenics world right now. But a lot of people don't talk about the basics. And 
It's a shame that muscle magazines aren't around anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure muscle and fitness is still in circulation, but everyone's getting their information off of social media. You know, of course, anybody can go look up on the Internet, but you can go online on the Internet and, and check many sources. But then you're then when a lot of people on social media get to get to talking, get to showing the exercise. A lot of people wonder if the exercise is being done right. A lot of people say, wow, wow, that's that's how you do the exercise. OK, I, I got some insight, but the exercise maybe could be doing could be could be done wrong. You know, that's just someone that they follow and that they're a fan of. But are they doing the exercise right? Is their information correct? You know, are they given um, any any uh, information like an explanation of what the exercise is working? Safety precautions, you know, what to watch out for, what the exercise is building. There's a lot of people on social media that do not do that. And I wish... It will be used more that a lot of people will put out the information on what the exercise is working. You know, um, progressions, I really don't pay too too much attention to to progressions because um, progressions are something that a lot of people push off on the audience on how they got started, on how to do this move and, and this and that. It all depends on the person that's doing it. Everybody learned a certain way, whether it was self-taught, trial and error, or somebody helped them perform this move. But it all depends on the person. I don't really, I don't pay attention to progressions. That's like trying to do an incline press with a whole bunch of weight. Like 225 was like the, 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 the grail back in the early 2000s, just hitting 225 for reps. It takes a lot to get to that point. You have to build the triceps. You have to build the shoulders. You have to build the lats. And the way you do that is the single joint exercises. Single joint exercises will help build each muscle up for you to accomplish that um, incline bench press, you know, with, with 225 for reps, you know, full reps, you know, um, takes a lot and it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of calories you know you gotta gotta make sure the diet the diet doesn't have to be 100% good there's gonna be a lot of people out there say oh well you're you gotta have your you gotta eat right that's not helping anyone when you're saying you gotta eat right you had to be like okay you gotta eat right but if you're if you're gonna say you gotta eat right you gotta give them examples of what eating right is because I even myself I don't believe in there's no wrong or right way of eating you have to eat to what your body is accustomed to what your body progresses from everyone's different everyone knows this but you cannot say that oh well you gotta eat right and not have any explanation of what the diet should be or you had to eat the foods that work for you. Not everyone knows that. Not everyone knows the training that works for everybody. So you can't just... that. That's one of the main things that come out of people's mouth. You got to eat right. You got to make sure your diet is good. Okay, well, what is that? Give give insight. You know? So uh, that's all I got. Um, hope everybody uh, gets something out of the, the episode today. Um, hope you learned something. 
take it with you, you know, um, run with the information. I hope that um, the podcast is helping out a lot of people, um, giving information, helping you on your journey, your training, um, mindset. Just keep positive mindset, man. Always believe, you know. Um, That's all I got. Everybody take it easy. Be safe. Peace.